You are listening to a Commonwealth Bank of Australia Global Economic and Markets Research Podcast. This podcast provides general market-related information and is not intended to be an investment research report. The information contained in this podcast is based on previously published material. And before listening, you're advised to read the full Global Economic and Markets Research Disclaimers, which can be found at combankresearch.com.au. Welcome to the Global Economic and Markets Research Podcast. My name is Belinda Allen and I'm a Senior Economist here at ComBank and today I'm joined by Stephen Halmerick, our Chief Economist. Stephen, nice to have you on. Thank you very much, Belinda. Very good to be back with you again. Now we're talking about the ComBank Household Spending Intentions Index today. We last released one back in December. We didn't release one in early January just because of the holiday break and and timing. But it is interesting, uh, given the real focus on the consumer and how the consumer is going to behave in 2023, particularly in context of recent rate hikes, just to see how the consumer kind of performed over December and January. What are some overall highlights? Well, we did see that the Household Spending Intentions Index for January is actually down 6.9% on the month in original terms, so quite a a large decline. Uh, That came after a a small 0.3% rise in December. And just to emphasise, you know, that's in an original term. So uh, retail was actually the, the weakest component. That was down... Uh, just over 21% on the month, and some weakness also in entertainment and household services. Uh, but uh, that's a that's a, to, you know, a typical seasonal pattern that yep. we might e- expect to see. Uh, but overall, there are um, some signs that consumer is beginning consumer activity is beginning to soften a little. And we certainly saw that in late 2022. So we did see uh, a weak ABS retail trade print in December. Now we have started seasonally adjusting this data just to remove some of those big seasonal patterns. There's obviously challenges with that. When we did seasonally adjust that data, it was up marginally in January. So it does look like we did see pockets of consumer spending over the holiday season. Yes, that's right. So after the seasonal adjustment factor, when you're really looking at now, what was January this year like relative to you know, a, a normal January? And there was um, a, a slight pickup in the HSI index for the month in yep. seasonally adjusted terms and a slight pickup in retail sales for the month in seasonally adjusted terms. And it looks like uh, particularly the first three weeks of January were quite strong on spending, really as people just were desperate to go and have a holiday and get out there and uh, kind of enjoy the summer for the first time in a number of years. Uh, but into late January and early February, uh, we can see that uh, consumer spending has begun to moderate again. And I think that will be the theme for 2023. So uh, looking back just um, over a week ago, we did see the RBA lift the cash rate again, um, as was widely expected from 3.1% to 3.35%. But it certainly was a hawkish interest rate hike. So the RBA, after their summer break, came back and really started to talk up the need for further rate hikes. It looks like that stronger trimmed inflation print that we got out in late January did add to the need to hike rates further, according to the RBA. And also the resilience in consumer spending has been, I think, one thematic the RBA has really pinpointed as well. Yes, as you say, I think that the rate hike in February was you know, widely expected, mm-hmm. including by us. Uh, but the, the tone of the statement, the rhetoric from the Reserve Bank has uh, turned you know, more hawkish, using that, um, that cliche. Yeah. Uh, 
so they've removed a previous reference to you know, not being on a preset path and uh, clearly said that they thought that further interest rate rises would be needed in coming months, so, you know, emphasis on the plural. And uh, so um, the Australian Economics team with yourself and Gareth Aird, we've added in uh, two more rate hikes uh, to our forecast profile, so another 25 basis points in both March and April. Uh, that will take us up to 3.85% on the cash rate. Uh, so at that point, uh, monetary policy is in a very restrictive setting, in our view. Uh, there's, you know, there's lags involved, but uh, as we get through to the middle of the year in particular, uh, the impact on household balance sheets, those paying off a mortgage, is going to be quite significant. And then we will also have the big refinancing tasks for people who took out fixed rate home loans back in 2020 when interest rates were super low. And so there'll be a lot of those people having to refinance at much higher interest rates. So we are expecting to see quite a significant slowdown in household spending throughout 2023. And we're pretty confident the HSI index will, will be able to pick that up relatively quickly. So just turning attention to the detail in terms of the January HSI and as you mentioned the retail subcategory was down 21.3% for the month. Uh, we did see though if you look at it on an annual change basis it is up 5.9%. Now for me when I think about that I know consumer prices are running at close to 8% so it is suggesting consumers are pulling back. Yes that's right after you take a, a account of the price effect. Yeah. Uh, the, the volume of retail sales uh, does look like it's declining. We also have to remember that January last year was the start of the Omicron wave. So on an annual basis, uh, January this year looks pretty strong compared to January last year because we really, you know, we came out of the Delta lockdown and then we were hit by the start of the Omicron wave and it was all a bit of a mess. Uh, so January this year looking better than January last year. Uh, but a large part of that increase in the value of spending is just prices going up. Yeah. Yeah. And we have continued to see a shift in what we're spending on. So the share of wallet on services has continued to improve uh, over the past year or so, particularly since the depths of COVID. So we did continue to see more of a spend on the entertainment category um, over the past uh, few months as well. So even though the entertainment category was down 13.2% for the month, once again, big seasonal influences coming in there, uh, as we did seasonally just that data, uh, it, there was a small increase in January. And I think the other areas where we've seen a big, you know, pick up in services was travel. That's so right. So in January, travel was up 8.2% on the month, 5.6% um, higher than this time last year. And uh, we, can, we can see that in lots of other um, spending data as well mm -hmm. as also in the price uh, inflation data. Uh, domestic travel, international travel uh, really has picked up. Again, as you know, people taking advantage yeah. of summer for the first time in a number of years. Uh, in January, we also, also did see a pickup in motor vehicle sales. That's right. They're up 6.8% on the month. They're up 10.7% on the year. Uh, so I think part of that is a freeing up of the global supply chain. So people who had ordered cars, you know, six months, 12 months, even longer um, in past are now taking delivery of those, of those motor vehicles. So that's, uh, that's good to see that sector beginning to free up as well. Yeah, we've certainly seen that in the trade data as well, with just a monthly importation of passenger vehicles uh, really starting to improve. So retail, entertainment down travel motor vehicle up uh, but some other categories uh, that were weak over January were both household services and transport. 
Uh, yes, so some weakness, uh, as you said, transport, household services. Education was down 1.5% on the month, but that's not unusual. Uh, usually, uh, you know, university and school fees are being paid a little bit later in the year, more like February and March. So you, we might expect to see a bit of a bump up in those. Um, the home buying category yeah. was softer in January, down 0.7%. But yet again, you know, January not usually usually a, not usually a strong month for a household activity. People are on holidays rather than uh, buying buying apartments. Yeah, so it's overall a mixed result. Uh, with if you look at the original data, down close to seven percent. A small lift in seasonally adjusted terms, with that real mix of shift to spending on services through travel, through a bit of recreation, as well. But going forward, we will continue to expect to see some weakness in the HSI. Yes, I think that's right. So you know, mixed result this month and the last couple of months. But with the very high interest rates that we've seen from the Reserve Bank and more to come, uh, as you said, you know, we, we would certainly expect to see some weakness in consumer spending throughout the course of this year and the HSI uh, will pick that up. All right, Stephen, thanks for joining and running us through the January results of the Combank Household Spending Intentions Index. My pleasure. Thanks very much. Now, you can read Stephen Halmerick's report on the HSI, which is published on the February the 16th on combankresearch.com.au. And the data used in the Commonwealth Bank Household Spending Intention Series is a combination of CBA data and publicly available Google Trends data. Any reference to the term CBA data means the proprietary data of the bank. And as the statistics take into account only the bank's data, it may not reflect all trends in the market. All customer data used or represented is anonymised and aggregated before analysis and is used and disclosed in accordance with the bank's privacy policy. Mm-hmm.